0: I don't you are listening to My Ugly Truth Podcast, an unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast about a Jersey girl living in a crazy Florida world. She's a combination of sensitive and savage. She's got a wild heart and a reckless soul with a mouth she can't control. Welcome to another episode of My Ugly Truth Podcast.
1: Welcome to my ugly truth this is angie your host and today's episode we're going to talk about what's the craziest thing you ever did and not only the craziest thing you ever did but what did you learn from it the craziest thing i ever did was pretty dramatic it's pretty high it's pretty out there girls do some crazy shit <laughs> so true though I don't know if it's my Spanish, I don't know if it's my Italian, I don't know if it's my Gemini side, my New York side, my Jersey side, or the fact that I just, I am not afraid of confrontation and I don't feel like anyone should be. The craziest thing I've ever did was I got on an airplane after my ex-fiance, who was supposed to fly back to Florida to be with me, did not get on the plane because his mother- Did not allow him to. Let's have a moment of silence there for a second. This grown ass man, 31 years old, did not get on the plane to move back after breaking up with his girl, to move back like he agreed, and who stops him? His mother? What are you, five? That umbilical cord is still not cut. And guess what happened when he didn't show up? That's the second part of, I bought my ass a plane ticket and I got my happy ass on that plane and I showed up at his house. The thing about me is, you know, yes, I'm extra as fuck. I'm petty as fuck too. I don't give a crap. I mean, I deal with my emotions. That's just how I do it. But I would rather be real and be like this than be this person that just Looks so pretty from the outside, and is just disgusting, ugly in the inside. Because they keep everything to themselves, and they just like think the worst about everybody. I just I don't understand that. Like, if you're going to do that to me after I bought you a plane ticket, and you're going to hurt me like that, you think I'm just going to sit here and get over it? Oh, kick rocks? Nah, I'm sorry. Well, the story about me, and we're going to call him. Jasper, because he's Jasper the Casper, and by Casper, I mean if any man out there that deserves the award of how many times they've ghosted one person or how many times they've Caspered, this man would be the winner in the whole nation for this award. So that's why we're going with the Casper name, because he's ghosted on me not once, not twice, but three times, and the third one, he was my fiance. So do I feel stupid saying this out loud right now? Yeah, I do. Honestly, it's therapeutical because I realized how ridiculous I thought that there was a chance in hell that this would work. He was a huge impact in my life. It was a five-year relationship. It was on and off. It was very um, codependent. It was very up and down. It was not stable. Uh, you couldn't RCP to a wedding because you didn't know what was going to happen within the next six months. And that was something I had a hard time dealing with because it wasn't because of me. And it's such a control freak that I am. I couldn't control that. Well, you know, if you guys know much about Geminis, there's four people in this relationship. Gemini is a twin sign, two twins, and a relationship is four people. So you have a 25% chance of having a good ass day with this person forever. So one out of four. So when it was good though, it was great. But when it was bad, it was horrible. It was intense. Maybe the chase is what really got me. I don't know, I, I, I don't know. I knew he would always leave. So I didn't truly have him. That kept bringing me back. It's like I didn't completely have him. So it was a challenge maybe. And maybe that's why I was so wrapped around him. We're both alike. We're, we like to have fun. We're very social people. We like to keep our minds very busy. Uh, did this relationship keep our mind busy? <laughs> yes, it did. Jesus. <laughs> Huge issue that uh, me and Jasper had in our relationship was his family didn't really try to get to know me and quickly judged me. I mean, I'm a little petite, 5'1", blonde hair. They see me as dumb. So that was horrible because i always get judged by the cover and i hate that but i don't know why the dislike started until recently i found out that jasper always goes back home and bad mounts me every breakup and then when we get back together i'm wondering why everyone his freaking side of the state hates me and it's because he was putting me down the whole time so automatically his mom is not gonna like me and they didn't give me a chance to even get to know me But I always kept my mouth shut when they said negative things about me or towards me. Whatever in the world his mom would like to come up with names for me. I always kept my mouth shut because they're my elders. But at the same time, it was really hard for me because I don't believe we should be afraid of confrontation. I don't believe that I should let you be fake to my face and yet call me a white trash from Jersey on the phone to your son a couple days before that. I don't like people like that. I don't believe we should let people disrespect us. And I'm the person, if you tell to shut up or you tell me anything rude, I will look at you to demand respect. But I didn't get that with his family because I was trying my best to be respectful because they're his parents. I'm very respectful when it comes to parents because those are his forever people. Those are his role models. So anytime that we would break up, he would ghost me. And then I find out later, He would be in a connecting flight two days after breaking up with me. During the breakups, they have been pretty much very similar. The breakup would consist of we break up. A couple days later, I find out he's moved back, and then he's going out and having his fun weekends before the summer's completely over on Labor Day weekend. Because up north, they close the beaches on Labor Day weekend, and it's a huge weekend where he's from. And I'm not going to mention the city, but it's a big seaside, beach, New Jersey, similar area. Yeah. He would go up there to get away from the drama, I'm guessing. And it always happened in August. He was always there for Labor Day. And then around October is when he would come back. When he would break up with me, he would just leave. And I was like, oh my god, like this is not happening again. So of course I started having abandonment issues. I mean, the guy couldn't even leave uh, Barely the town without me thinking he's leaving. But are you to blame me? Jasper always had a unique way of coming back in October. Right when fall started, he would come back to Florida. Shocker. Wait, don't like old people do that? (laughs) Hold on. Don't I? Okay. Old people that live up north go to Florida for the winter, don't they? And then they leave again for the summer to go back up north or to the Hamptons or whatever. Well, wow, Jasper definitely loved doing that. Maybe it's an, a northern weird area apart from the north. That's hilarious. Every August was very, very insecure month for me. I will try my best to not freak out, thinking he was going to leave. And one of the times we broke up, three months would go by. And again, around October, he was mentioning how he wanted to work things out. We agreed one time to work it out, and I was wanting him back. I mean, I just saw this guy pack up his U-Haul, walking in and out of my house as I'm sitting there sobbing, puts all his stuff in a U-Haul truck, see the U-Haul go down the street as I'm literally looking at the rear mirror of the truck. It was literally like the devastating part of the end of a love movie. I probably watched too much TV, but I would have done anything to get back with him just because I felt so lost without him. Maybe that was my codependency, but I definitely thought it was love he was very scared of his mom not scared have you ever dated someone who was uh i would say it would say he was like put under a spell by his mother anything his mother said he did and i just didn't understand because anybody else can ask him and he would flip out it was very clear that he was being manipulated it was clear that she was controlling his life And it was clear that he is a grown ass man and he needs to do his own decisions on his own. And he still wouldn't. I did not understand that. Maybe his mom was loaded, but the umbilical cord, like I said, needed to be cut and it still wasn't. So Jasper was always afraid of coming back to me and his family finding out. So the cowardly way that Jasper would leave his family and come back to me, it wouldn't be the mature way of sitting down and actually talking to your family and telling them what's going on. He would ghost his family too. What? A guy who ghosts a girl and his family and his mother. If you can ghost your mother, and <laughs> you can ghost your family, you're dead to me. Because that means you can ghost anybody. If you can get, oh my god, like if you can ghost the mother, your mother who gave you life. What makes me think you won't ghost everybody else. Like this is wow, mind blowing. He would ghost his family and not only was he Casper to me, he was Casper to them. He was Casper to everybody. He's a friendly ghost, obviously. Ladies, if a man ghosts his family to be with you, don't expect that he won't ghost you for anything. Jesus, these guys out here are savage. The fact that he would sneak out in the middle of the night to leave his family knowing that they wouldn't agree with, with this whole situation was another confirmation for me to know that I didn't matter to him.
0: But I bought him a plane ticket why did i buy this plane ticket on friday the 13th for him to travel i have no fucking idea because i am very superstitious um i see a number all the time i'm pretty sure there's people out there that see a number all the time i see 808 all the time and i wouldn't consider it a bad or a good thing even though a lot of bad things have happened to me on that day but august was the hardest month for me because he always left me on 808 which was very weird how it ended up being like that 808 was a very big um I guess notification. If I saw 808 a lot, it meant there was gonna be a huge dramatic change in my life. I wouldn't say it was a bad thing or a good thing because I also married the father of my children on 808. So it's not a good thing or a bad thing. 808 is just a huge change that's gonna happen in my life. Well, Jasper left in August. I bought him a plane ticket for October or November, whichever month that was, on a Friday for the 13th. Why did I do it Saturday? Why did I do it Thursday? I have no idea. So, we talked about all the details, and I told him that I thought it would be a great idea if he was to tell his family he was leaving before his plane left. He told me he was going to tell him an hour before he left. I was like, eh, I don't think that's a good idea. I know how your mother is. She's going to want to talk to you about this. She's going to freak out. She's going to call your father. You guys going to have a parent conference. And that's just too much for an hour before your flight. I was like... Whatever you do, Jasper, don't miss this flight. And he swore he wasn't going to. So he told me he'd call me when he was on his way to the airport. I said, okay. I realize an hour goes by and check-in time is about to come up and I haven't got a call from him. See, the thing about gut feeling is your intuition is telling you something's not right. And sometimes your intuition can tell you that because you're so scared of something happening. But 99.9% of the times that I've had an intuition feeling, it has been down to the core, right? And when I knew I didn't get that call yet, I knew something was happening. He wasn't going to get on that plane. So I call him and she puts me on speaker and she says, you're on speaker right now. And we don't think that's a great idea. You guys are too toxic for each other. And I am furious. I am mad. I am screaming. I am crying. I am beating myself up for this Friday the 13th flight stupid idea that we decided for him to fly on that day. I am freaking out. I'm calling the airline. I'm calling his cell phone like nonstop, And then it starts going to voicemail. It's not even ringing. So I already knew the phone was off. I had this moment of anxiety which I can say I've always had somewhat anxiety but this relationship definitely brought out the bad in me it brought out all my anxiety it brought out my codependency side which I've always been a very independent woman I've not dealt with shit I've been cheated on and I've left that person and never gave them a second chance I have left relationships knowing they're a good person to me but I left because I knew I deserved better or I deserved different I
1: was always a woman that stood up for myself until Jasper. How am I not supposed to believe that he's been brainwashed by his mother? Everything that he insults me with now is verbatim, things that she would say to me or words that she would call me.
0: One of the horrible things that I've ever been
1: told was my ex
0: recently told me that I am a bad mother and my kids deserve better than me. When somebody bashes you being a mother, it's the most horrible thing and cheap way to insult somebody. Because you know it's going to hurt them. Do I believe that they believe it? No. Because I know I'm a good mother. Because I know I'm a good person. Did they see my true colors? I don't know. He really um, got to my head, I guess you can say. He made me question my insecurities. He made me question my self-worth, my self-love. To the point where I remember begging for him on my knees. And I'm like, what in the world are you doing, And you Get the fuck up. You would never in
1: your life to do this two years ago. Isn't it crazy? how a relationship can totally change you as a person to the point where you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, who are you? You would have never dealt with this shit five years ago, two years ago. He completely changed the person I was. So when he tells me you're not the same person I fell in love with, you're damn right because you fell in love with someone who was independent and didn't take no shit. I was a little puppet to him. And when you get raised by a manipulator, you don't know what's right or
0: wrong. And... I'm not trying to defend Jasper, but this is what I think goes on in his head. He does what his mom taught him to do because he doesn't know anything different. He is just like his mother. They'll say the meanest thing to cut you to the core and then not even react to you freaking out or you being hurt. They'll still blame you for what you do afterwards. I never understood that. Because I have two boys, and if I ever met a woman that was dating my son, and I did not agree with the relationship, I know from my experience that if I tell them to not date that girl, they're going to do it anyways. If I tell them don't bring this person around, they're going to do it anyways. If I tell them don't see this girl, they're going to do it anyways. So you might as well be there as their supporter, you don't have to agree with it, but you don't have to demand anything from them. So after the phone goes to voicemail running through my blood I can when I get very mad I feel heat on my neck like I can feel the heat rising to my ears and I was just pissed I was mad it was like I don't know if anyone's dealt with someone from a distance but have you ever been told something dramatic and they just hang up the phone and you don't have a say you're just like what the fuck well I went nuts And when I mean by nuts, I did the craziest thing. And I don't think it's a bad thing. Do I regret it? Fuck no. I would have done the same thing if it happened. And I'm glad I did. I call the airline. He does not check in. The flight leaves. And from what I see online, he has not gone on the plane. But I still go to the airport and still wait just to make sure. Because God forbid, I I guess maybe I watch too many movies, but God forbid I don't go to the airport and I decide to fly up north. And he's actually like, hey, I'm at your house. Where are you? Like... (laughs) No, I was going to make sure if I was going to do something crazy, that I was going to make sure he wasn't here in the state of Florida. Well, at the airport, I'm sitting there and realizing everybody's off that plane and he is not walking out. And I just lost $246 buying a plane ticket for a fuck boy who just fucked me over for my ex to tell me he's coming back and not come back because of his mother. <laughs> I was sitting there not knowing if I should hate him, not knowing if I should be worried, if I should be mad, if I should be sad. But I knew one thing, that woman, and not let me have a say. So, I called my best friend, Mallory. She's actually the stepmother of my kids. She's married to my children's father, and we compare very well. And she's one of my best friends. So I call Mallory, and I tell her, yeah, he didn't show up. Mallory knows the story of me and Jasper since day one
1: shit, Mallory knows a lot more than just this story. (laughs) Mallory probably thinks I'm insane, but she's stuck with me forever. Sorry, Mallory.
0: (laughs) And without even asking anybody what they thought, I told Mallory, hey, I'm at the airport. And she's like, oh, did you get here? No. I explained the whole story to her. I tell her exactly what happened. And she's just like, what? What? Like, I can't believe he did not show up because of his mother. They're very controlling of him. They watch over Jasper like a magnifying glass. I tell Mallory, I bought a plane ticket. And she's like, what? What do you mean you bought a plane ticket? Where are you going? I was like, "What do you think I'm going? I'm fucking going up north and I'm going to his front door and I'm going to fucking talk about it. And she's like, oh my god, Angie, you're crazy. Do not go over there. i like, Mallory. I bought the ticket. I'm going. There's no talking me out of it. I'm just letting you know what happened. He didn't come. So now I'm going out of the state of Florida to find out why. And I knew that was like dumb of me because the stupidest thing I would ever do would be to chase a man who just literally did not get on a plane for me. But it wasn't chasing him because I wasn't going there to get him. I was going there to face him. And have my say in it. No one shuts me up. Um, There's a lot of cultures and religion out there that bashes women and they think the man's better than the woman. I despise that. I think that's so ignorant of people. I am a huge believer that everyone should be equal. And when I see that somebody treats me unfairly, they don't even give me the chance to speak. And they're hurting me and then they don't give me a voice to speak, you better believe I'm going to show up. You better believe I'm going to find a way to say something. So I already knew the phone was off. No one shuts me up. I don't care if you're five miles away. I don't care if you're a thousand miles away. I don't care if you're in a different country. I will find you. So yeah, in that part, I guess you can say I'm crazy. So I call my dad and I tell my mom, hey, just want to let you know. I'm not asking you what you think. I'm telling you, I got a plane ticket and I'm flying up north to Jasper's house because he didn't show up. My mom and my dad go crazy on me. Why am I doing this? This guy's driving me crazy. Why am I freaking wasting money? Another plane ticket, 200 and some dollars. Let's add that to the tab, the Jasper tab. And my dad texts me and says, what county does Jasper live in? Just in case you get arrested. (laughs) And I willingly gave them the county. Here you go. Here's the county. This is the address that I might get trespassing in. This is where you can find me. I'll call you once I get there. And I'll call you after I speak to them and tell you how it goes. If you don't hear from me, then you should check with jail because that's where I'm at. So, I got my happy ass on that plane. Literally with sweatpants, a tank top, sneakers. One change of clothes that I just grabbed really quickly from my room underwear, my toothbrush, and my phone charger, and I was all gone. So, as I'm on the plane, I have no Wi Fi, which I am a huge phone addict. It's a horrible thing about me. It's a good and a bad It's not a good thing. <laughs> it is not a good thing. I am a phone addict. I'm always on my phone. And now that I started this podcast, I'm more on my phone. Well, A plane, for us phone addicts, with no Wi-Fi, is the worst thing ever. It is two and a half hours of just sitting there and figuring out what the fuck I'm going to do. So, my anxiety is not letting me take a nap. My anxiety is not letting me sleep. My flight was, like, I think at 10 p.m.? I arrived there at 12.30, and I actually got it to Philadelphia Airport, which is a good two and a half hours to where he lives. So... I would have to get there, get a rental car, pay for that, add it to the Jasper tab, and drive two and a half hours. So I was like doing the math as I'm on the plane, and I'm thinking, I'm not gonna get there till like 2.30 at the earliest, maybe 3 a.m. That's probably not a great time to show up and start shit with the family. So I decided once I was gonna get my wifi, That I was going to get the rental car, I was going to get a hotel, book it, hashtag add it to the Jasper tab. But that was a scary plane ride, knowing I was getting on a plane, the person I was going to see did not know I was coming to see them. That after two and a half hours, I could answer my phone when I get off that plane, and he might just have called me and told me he was on his way. And I was freaking out of the result of that weekend. I was like, if I go there now, what... Gonna happen when I get back on that plane to come back. Like anything is possible. I always regret how I act with my emotions first. After the flights of two and a half hours, and after my mind's finally calmed down and realize this is what's going on and this is what's happening, and he definitely didn't get on the plane, and I'm flying on a Friday the 13th flight. Awesome. I realize, wow, this is kind of stupid what I'm doing, but hey, I'm already here. I am backing down now. I'm in Philadelphia Airport right now. Uh, showing up at 3 and was not going to be a smart idea, Angie, but I was not going to drive up on his driveway. I was not going to go on his property until the next morning because guess what? When everybody's having breakfast the next morning, guess who's coming to breakfast? My asses. No offense, but anyone who knows me very well knows. Nah, I'm going to be heard. So I get my rental car and get this stupid-ass red smart car. I'm like, great, could you make it any brighter? I mean, here I am, I'm trying to sneak up on a freaking property to go. Start some shit with my ex's mother trying to be discreet over here and you give me a red, bright-ass car. One of the things that drives me crazy, besides being ignored, I guess that kind of falls in the line of why I hate being ignored, is not being able to be heard, not being able to understand what was going on and the fact that I got shut off I haven't heard from him my anxiety was so high that I was like how am I gonna sleep tonight at the hotel sleep like no there's no way in hell I was gonna sleep so I decided to you know what even though it is about 2 3 a.m. let's just swing by his house at one point I got the crazy idea of going to get those red laser beam lights come on your keychain and I was like, maybe I'll just, like, blare to his bedroom window and maybe he'll see it. And then I was like, that's crazy. I don't have time to stop somewhere to get that. And not only that, that just sounds really crazy. My luck, he would run downstairs until his mom is a red light beam in his room and then I get caught. <laughs> so I decided not to do that. And I was going to drive by, though, just to see if he was outside smoking a cigarette. He's just like me. He's a night owl. I decided to go ahead and drive by his house but not do anything crazy just drive by and see if he's
1: outside. I have no shame in my game to drive by anybody's house especially spending over
0: $200 on your plane ticket and you didn't show up so I have no shame of going there. I'm thinking, oh God, how is this breakfast going to be the next day? They're all sitting there with their family and they're all having breakfast and somebody rings the doorbell and you... Wow, this is weird. Like, who could possibly be at the door? And then my face shows up. What, do you think that I wasn't going to show up? Like, just because you're six states away from me does not mean I'm not going to show up. (laughs) Like, does this lady really think that turning the phone off, that I was just going to accept it and take it up the ass like that? Nah. No, like what do you really think that Angie was going to be like, OK, <laughs> I'm realizing, OK, as I'm driving now from Philadelphia, I'm thinking this is so stupid and crazy. Angie. If he sees you at his door, he might freak out on you just for being crazy. I didn't care. I did not go there to get him back. I went there to find answers. I didn't go there to rescue him. He didn't need no saving. I mean, he's a grown ass man. I went there to understand. As I am at literally getting close to his neighborhood, I'm like, my heart's beating like crazy. I'm like nervous as anything. Not that I'm going to see him, but the fact that I'm literally six states away, a thousand miles, and here I am, my crazy ass, because you didn't show up. Yeah, that kind of sounds like a good reason to get your ass on a plane. I'm sorry, but if you're going to spend my money, my time, and not show up, I'm going to show up for you. And now I'm going to ask questions. You really thought I was just gonna, like, shut up and not say anything about these $246 flight that you just made me waste money on and still didn't show up? I am that person that's so stubborn that I will pay another 300 bucks over that plane ticket just to prove a point. So yeah, is it crazy to fly a thousand miles to your ex that did not get on the plane to wonder why or to ask why. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, but him not getting on a plane after spending my money is kind of crazy too, so... I'm literally about to pull up on a street, and my phone starts ringing. This is 2.45 a.m., and my phone's ringing. I'm like, who the hell, like, would be calling? And it says, Jasper's calling. To me, that was a sign of maybe this is not crazy. Maybe me being down the street from his house, maybe it's a sign that we are not crazy. Getting that phone call was one of the best feelings because I answered and he's apologizing like crazy and he's like my parents had this huge intervention on me and I didn't know what to say they told me they were gonna cut me off they literally told me here's 20 bucks you can get a cab to the airport but then don't ever speak to me again if this is what you're deciding on doing and he goes and do you see now why I have to sneak out and not tell my family anything and I said no because you can be a Casper and a ghost and ghost your family or you could be a man and man up and stick for what you think that you should be doing with your life but that's just me then he asks me where are you (laughs) funny thing you ask and i'm just like where am i he's like yeah where are you he's thinking that i'm like out at the bars with my friends to try to like not think about him i was like come outside i'm down the street he's like what (laughs) i said yeah i'm in a rental car i'm in a red smart car get your ass outside because we gotta talk. He was silent but then like not to the point where he didn't believe me. Like he knew that I was that crazy. That's the one thing I will say. We both knew we were crazy and it was one of the things that we loved about each other. Hands down anytime that we showed each other we were crazy it just kind of confirmed that we loved each other or that's how I guess a person that is in a toxic relationship would to think. It was exciting too I guess you can say. So he knew it was he's like oh this bitch would show up just out of nowhere so he comes out he gets in the car and I'm just like happy just to see him like I said I didn't go there to fight with him I didn't go there to get him back and it was a good feeling seeing him I drive off because the last thing I want is a mother coming out he literally sneaks out the back door so I got this hotel on the beach and We talked. What I came out with that conversation was his family said they don't think that he should be with me. And I was, like, listening. But at the same time, I'm thinking, well, this is no one's fault but yours. Like, you're the one that decided to move back here. You're the one that decided to involve your family. And now that you're back, you know, he goes back home without a job after breaking up with me. And his mom, of course, takes him under her wing. And I guess his mom is is providing for him. But you wouldn't be in the situation if you didn't come back and involve them. He didn't know if he should come back. Told me he didn't know what to do. I didn't come there to come get him. I came there to find out if that's truly what he meant. And if he did, I was coming back and moving on. So he was always confused. He always felt like he needed to pick me and his family, but I never made him pick. But he always felt like he needed to, and he always did. But his family always put him in a situation where it was an ultimatum. I will say the relationship between me and his mother never got better. She always disliked me. She always put me down about her son. I always thought if there's love can you fix the problems? Yes. Only if you're both willing to. And that's something that was hard for me to understand. I thought if you stay and you work it out, you get rewarded. But that's not the case in this story. Because I was the one that always tried, even to the last day. And he gave up. As I'm leaving that Sunday to fly back because I have to go to work. And I have to go back to my real life. I didn't ask him to come with me. I didn't ask him what he was going to do. I didn't ask him anything I just told him to figure it out. So we say our goodbyes in front of the hotel. Because of course I have to drive my happy ass two hours to the airport. And it was really hard to say goodbye to him. But I think it was harder for him. Because I already kind of prepared myself for the weekend. Like this is going to be a shit show this weekend. So there's no reason to expect anything good to come out. So I went there not expecting anything. And that's one thing I will say. Hardest thing for me to learn is stop expecting something. The times I don't expect something is the happiest times I've had. The times that I expected something are the worst times I've had. The thing that's most constant in our life is change. I hate change. How can you hate change when that's the only thing that's constant in your life? Your life is constantly changing. Life is all about change and I hate change. So when I go into something expecting a certain situation to be the way it should be, I always end up upset with my results. So I left there not expecting anything. I literally get a phone call five minutes down the road. And Jasper calls me. He tells me, turn around and come get me. I'm coming with you. It was like the happiest moment ever for me at that moment. I was just thinking, there's no way in hell that I just came to his state, to his town. Did not have to face the Wicked Witch. That was one thing about Jasper. You didn't have to demand anything from him. He would just do it on his own. So I turn around. And he literally, we're acting like we're 15-year-olds, like sneaking out. He's like, I have to drop this truck off. So I gotta drop it off at the house. Let me go inside and sneak in and grab all my clothes. And I'm like, No, I what? No, you're not sneaking in because my luck. You're going to sneak in and get caught. And then we're both going to be in trouble and I'm going to miss my flight. What do you mean you're going to sneak in and get your clothes? I'm sitting outside, like a person waiting to drive the getaway car. And I'm thinking... If I see lights turn on, shit's going down, and I'm leaving. <laughs> and I told him, I said, you got 15 minutes. I have to get to this flight, and you need to hurry up. So as he's inside, getting everything, of course. Jasper has no job. He has no money. There goes the third and fourth plane ticket. 200 and some dollars. Add that to the tab. Add that to the Jasper tab. Four plane tickets. Mine, back and forth. The first one he missed, and the one that he's coming back with me four plane tickets when it should have been just one. Oh lord he comes out with two suitcases gets in the car we go to the airport and we came back to florida two days later he writes this long email to his family to tell them where he is so he got to a point where he was down and depressed and he would always say this when i'm with you i miss my family but when i'm with my family i miss you and i don't know why he always felt like he couldn't have both of us so the relationship between me and Jasper was five years of back and forth of him being told not to be with me, of him breaking up with me, and then even back up north where he's from. And that was just the first time that he did that to me. Just got really bad. The arguments got bad. And Jasper has a drinking problem. And that was his issue. He didn't limit himself. So at the end of the night, there'd be times where I would look at him and I would say, I don't want to fight with you. Like, I know where this is going. And I'm just trying to have a fun, fun night with you. Like, don't. Don't fight with me. Just pick your battles. And he would look at me, then, yeah, and he would say, Oh, we're going to fight tonight. This is not going to end well. So we never knew how to pick his battles when he would drink. So our fights got really bad and toxic. He would
1: say very, very mean, um, scarring things. Actually, I'm going to make this episode very interesting. We're going to add Jasper's tab. Hashtag, put it on Jasper's tab. He was completely taken advantage of the situation that he
0: knows he can knock on my... French doors in my bedroom.
1: He knows I would open the door.
0: Exactly how up and down this was. It literally was driving me insane the way he can just be okay one day and not the other day. So he ended up leaving again and he ghosted again. And I actually saw him in a connecting flight when I saw his location on social media. He was in a connecting flight, North Carolina, to go up north. And I was like this This is not happening. I was actually in Mallory's garage as I'm literally witnessing his phone being in North Carolina, the airport. I already knew that that was a connecting flight to his house and I just couldn't believe like, oh my God, he's done this before and he's doing it again. And I allowed him to, that's the sad part. And you would think that I hate him, I don't. But he literally despises me. We got engaged on the third time so I thought, okay, he's not going to leave me. But like I said earlier, life is all about changes and you can't expect people to stay just because they made a promise to you. I mean, he got down on his knees in front of my boys and proposed to me and asked me to be his wife. He strictly lied to my face, lied to my kid's face and ghosted me with the car that I co-signed for him when he didn't have a car and took it up North. And I had to find out on Instagram from his buddy that he was Labor Day weekend, (laughs) drinking at the beach up North before the beaches closed so what did we learn on this episode okay we learned that life is all about change no matter what you think is going to happen is probably not going to happen no matter how bad you wish for it it doesn't matter if they're not putting effort you could put effort until you're blue in the face also we've learned that once a casper always a casper (laughs) also we learned that that umbilical cord is rusted
1: and that self-love is really important. And that's something that I'm still working on that. So do I hate Jasper? No. Does he hate me? I don't know. But he says he does. How can a narcissistic manipulator hate me after what he just did to me and then goes to me as my
0: fiance? I don't know. I know he's got a lot of issues that he's still working on. So if a guy keeps leaving you, Keeps leaving for a reason. Just because a guy keeps leaving you doesn't mean you have to chase him and run after him. And that is really hard for me to come to terms with. You can't make a Casper a husband, that's for damn sure.
1: <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I know it was a little bit more deep than the other ones, but stay tuned because I will be talking more in depth on another episode. A lot of more fucked up stories. <laughs> Thank you for listening to my ugly truth. I hope you guys had a blast. Thanks, guys.